We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour number two with the you know, unfortunate sadness of Washington football fans and all of D.C. sports today, this weekend, with the loss of the late grade number 70, Sam Huff. We're going to bring in a man now who knew him well, the longtime voice of Washington football, the great Frank Herzog, joins us. On a Sunday morning, Frank, thanks so much for taking a couple of minutes to talk to us today. Glad to be here, Earl. Well, Frank, uh, you know, I bring up Sam Huff, and we lost a great one this weekend. Just kind of your general thoughts on this day about your longtime friend and longtime colleague, Sam Huff. First thing that comes to mind is I'll be interested to see what the team does at the stadium today to recognize his passing. Uh, I hope they do it well. I think for for friends and fans of Sam Huff, I think the day should be spent with a smile on your face because he was a great guy. He lived a wonderful life. When you think about all the things he accomplished from growing up on a coal mine in West Virginia, you know, his high school football practices, one of the rules at practice was after a play, you were to pick up a rock and throw it off the field. So the next time you tackled somebody, it wouldn't hurt as much. (laughs) that's where he came from. And he went on to become a Hall of Famer, uh, a broadcaster, a Virginia country gentleman, a horse breeder. Uh, It's an amazing life story. Well, and he's a a legend. He's an NFL legend, Frank. You know, I started the show talking about all the accolades and what Sam Huff was able to do and, uh, and the great teams he played on both with the Giants and with the Washington football team. And then, like you said, great life. Uh, the post-playing days, I mean, you guys were Washington football for two and a half decades. What was that like? All the Super Bowls and, you know, just you guys, it was like hanging out with friends for three hours and, and watching a football game. What was that like during the, the glory days, I'll call it? Uh, it was, um, it was. I don't know, can you imagine sitting in a bar with Hall of Famers on each side of you and you're watching a football game and you're talking about it all day? I mean, that's what it was like. Um, my job was simply to call the plays. I did the best job I could because I felt like the pressure was on. I had two guys there that knew the game intimately. Uh, Sam, Sam and I started alone the first year in 79. And, you know, he came across with this country boy, West Virginia guy. And I think people took that for granted saying, well, he's just a dumb linebacker. Sam Huff was anything but that. That was an act. He knew what was going on in the world, and he handled himself and was very successful as well. Uh, But sitting there, the three of us, 
it got to the point where I had I, I said, you know, I'd be a fool if I didn't tap the the knowledge that these two guys have. So I would ask them questions and I would try to draw them out and get information about the game. And in the process, I think uh, I got my graduate degree in professional football. Yeah, Frank, you know, I gave a story, and I had only really one instance where I got to sit, sit down with Sam at any length. It was at a college football game, West Virginia Bowl game, 2008, the Fiesta Bowl. And he asked me to sit down with him. He was having lunch. I went to say hi, and he he asked me to just sit down with him. I felt bad about it. Didn't want to interrupt his lunch. He was a great guy. I spent more than an hour sitting there talking to him. And like you said, look, I grew up in this town. He's a legend, and it was like a master class of NFL knowledge. If you're a fan like you are, like a lot of folks listening to this show, uh, he was a special guy. And, you know, going back to the Giants and then later days with Lombardi in D.C., he played for Tom Landry and Vince Lombardi. It doesn't get much better than yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, it, it's funny you bring this up because I remember walking one time into the offices of WJFK, and I looked in the studio. Gordon Liddy was doing his talk show, and Sam Huff was sitting in there, and a couple of the producers walked by, and they were laughing. They're saying, Gordon Liddy is going to talk politics with Sam Huff. He's going to tear him apart. It's going to be hilarious. And I laughed, and I waited. And when I left, they were all amazed because Sam had talked politics with Gordon Liddy for an hour and held his own. In fact, maybe won a couple of points. So that's where, where he was underestimated. Uh, he, he led a life. I mean, when he was with the Giants, remember, Earl, those guys got a pittance to play football. It was a hobby. Mm -hmm. They had full-time jobs in the regular world. Sam worked for uh, one of the big mill, mills down here in the south. I can't remember its name. He worked for the Philip Morris Company, the tobacco company. In fact, he told me a story about Philip Morris used to do this commercial on television, and they used a little person. Come on. He was, the, the guy was a midget, all right? And they dressed him up as a bellhop, and he used to say, call for Philip Morris. Well, he passed away. So the Philip Morris people said, well, we've got to do something. How about more? So one of the guys, ad guys said, why don't we use a giant? We had a midget. Let's use a giant. Well, the only giant was Sam Huff. So they hired Sam Huff. <laughs> he was supposed to make a promotional appearances aboard a yacht sailing down the Atlantic coast. And they would stop at individual coast cities, and he would meet people and speak to them, and they'd hand out cartons of Philip Moore cigarettes. Well, he said he got on the boat, and they started to set sail, and what he didn't realize was he and the captain were the only ones on the boat, and he had to be the crew as well. Hoist flags, hoist the sails, put up the swab decks. He said he lasted until Norfolk. And he said, that's enough of this. He quit and took the train back to New York. <laughs> It's Sam Huff, uh, and it is uh, it's it's a sad weekend uh, because he was not just a local all time great. He's you know all timer in the NFL, and and, and Frank, I played a little bit uh, of the beginning of that violent world to Sam Huff, that Walter Cronkite show uh, from 1960. You know, and it made he he was a star. He was on the cover of Time Magazine. Uh, look, when you're on CBS with Walter Cronkite. Uh, you're 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 big time. So he was really in the spotlight uh, from the early days as a football player, and then into his bar broadcast career here in DC. That Giants team was so big, Earl, that yeah. at one point the defense was so important that when they would take charter flights, 
it was the defensive starters who sat in first class and everybody else sat in coach. That's how important they were. Um, he, and my experience with Sam, um, he was, he was a marvel. He was a mentor. He was a friend. He was great to be around. But as soon as you took him for granted, he would say something in a broadcast and you go, wow. Um, one of my favorites was he used to say second down and long. Well, look for a pass play or a draw, some kind of delay. And he kept saying that. And, you know, 90% of the time, that's what would happen. So I said to him one time, why? Why do they do that? He said, I don't know. They just do. They've always done it. So <laughs> in New York one time before a big game with the Giants, we're standing on the sidelines, and I'm chatting with John Madden. So I bring it up with John Madden and said what Sam says. And on second down, expect a draw or, or a screen pass. Why? Why did I said, you're an offensive coach. Why do teams do that? And Madden said, hmm, that's an interesting question. Well, on first down, you can't do it because you're not going to surprise anybody. And you can't do it on third down because it would be considered a give-up play. I mean, second down is the only thing left. You've got to do it there. <laughs> he said Sam was right. <laughs> yeah, so, Sam was. You know, that kind of thing would come around all the time. I, 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 well, would, it... I would talk with Sam after I was fired and after Sam was eventually, uh, then after Sam was kind of let go or towards the end of his run. I'd talk to him. I'd give him a call, you know, every six months or so just to see how he was doing, he and Carol, and how things were going out at the farm and everything. And about two years ago, I called and talked to him for maybe five, six minutes. And when I got off the phone, I turned to my wife and I said, he doesn't have the slightest idea who he was talking to. The dementia had progressed that far. And uh, it's such a cruel thing. You know, it started in 2013. So that means he went eight years slowly losing all of his memories, all of his recognition, everything else. Uh, it's just it's very cruel. So in a way, I'm kind of relieved that it's over, that he doesn't have to go through that anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's just sad uh, to hear about. And obviously, the, the weekend, sad with the loss of one of the all-time greats. And, you know, the broadcast, uh, Frank, you know, every Washington football fan, and they still miss you to this day, they felt like they were part of the family. You guys made them part of the family, and I think that's part of what uh, Sam was. Like you said, he's just... You know, he was a tough, hard-nosed football player you didn't want to run into between, you know, the hash marks, but he was just a good person. He was a Hall of Fame player, and I'd say he was a Hall of Fame person as well. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. He was, he was Like I said, he was a mentor, he was a friend, uh, and I, I will miss him greatly. I'm sure you do. Our condolences to you as a friend of his. Uh, you know, as as we kind of reminisce about Sam, we heard him on the air. Talk about the, the, the two and a half decades there. There's got to be a Sam Huff story or two on the air or on the road that you'd like to share, at least if you can't on the radio with us. <laughs> we're, we're sitting in the airport in Cleveland early on, and we're waiting for our flight, and this man walks up with his son and says, Sonny, I would like you to meet my son. This is Christian Adolph Smith. And Sonny said, oh, you've got the same name I do. And the kid smiles and said, yes. And Sonny shakes his hand, and his father says, thanks, Sonny, and walks off. And Sam turns to me, and he says, they always name their kids after the quarterbacks. So they name their dogs after the linebackers. 
And what he didn't know is we had adopted a dog at home called Sam. <laughs> I felt awful. <laughs> he was right again, uh, he, Frank. He was, he was right, right again. again. He, yeah. But he was constant. You you could sit down. You'd sit down before a game, and he'd talk, and he'd tell you stories, and you'd just laugh, and and uh, you'd be marveled at some of the things he could remember about players that he faced and things that happened on a football field that, you know, were really unreal. Well, you know, and I brought this up in, in talking about his his legacy as a football player to start the show, Frank, and you mentioned how smart a guy he was. That's why uh, Tom Landry put him at middle linebacker. It was a big part of it. And look, today we're going to watch teams in the NFL play in the 4-3 defense and that was Sam Huff. That's what Tom Landry developed then, uh, you know, a, a kind of a, an outlier and a, an innovative thing, 4-3, and he did it to put a guy like Sam Huff in the middle. And, Earl, the interesting thing to me is for years, I don't know if this is still true now, but for years in the National Football League, when you talked about a 4-3 defense, the coaches would always refer to the middle linebacker as Sam. That was the yeah. Sam linebacker. Uh, it was in tribute to him. Uh, he was he was something. He he was one of the all time greats, and uh, a lot of Washington football fans are thinking about him this weekend. And Frank, uh, a lot of football fans look. I know this being on the air every weekend. Still think about you. Uh, before I let you go, what's up in the life of, of Frank Herzog these days? Frank Herzog is tra- taking life as easy as he possibly can. He's retired. He's living on a golf course in North Carolina. He's taking photographs. He's an avid amateur photographer. He's taking photographs like crazy. And um, until two years ago, they were he and his wife were traveling a lot. Now we're gonna now that COVID's starting to die down, we're gonna try to pick up and travel some more. But we're enjoying that very much. Well, I got three kids who are grown women uh, who I'm very proud of, and we get the chance to see them often and and get together, we'll be together for Christmas this year. So uh, life is life is good right now. Well, that's good to hear, Frank. And you look, I go back to the days, you know, look, I'm an old Bullets fan, so I remember before Washington football, the old uh, uh, Washington basketball days, too, and that great run. Oh, and, yeah. and you have, uh, look, I can quote the lines to you, you know, the opera ain't over, and now Philadelphia, the Sixers owe you, too. I was there with you. Uh, listening on the radio. <laughs> didn't, didn't have the TV coverage back then, but uh, Frank, you are a legend. It's great to talk to you. We do appreciate it so much, and there, there's just no one, you know, or, uh, not many people that could lend perspective who spent so much time with Sam uh, that, than you did, so we do appreciate it, and you, you wouldn't believe the response we've gotten uh, on social media when I announced that you were going to come on today, so a lot of football fans here in D.C. are happy to hear you and uh, happy to hear that, uh, at least for you, things are going well. And if you're traveling, Frank, safe travels to you and your family. It was a great time, Earl. It was a great time with a, maybe the greatest football team Washington ever had. We got to be a part of it, and the fans did too. It was like a giant celebration, and those memories never go away. And the interesting thing is, the players who played then, who didn't listen to the radio, I've had more than one come back and say, boy, that was fun. You guys were good. <laughs> that's, that's a real compliment, too. I appreciate it, Earl. I appreciate your thoughts as well. 
Yeah, they were right, Frank, and you guys were good, and it was a lot of fun. It was. Certainly, yeah. and it was fun having you on. Unfortunately, you had to talk about a uh, sad occasion, the passing of your friend and uh, the late, great Sam Huff. Frank, uh, take care. Have a great weekend, okay? Thank you. You too. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.